Hello everyone, this is Rio and welcome back to my channel Anxiety in Me. Yes, I know it's been a while again and I'm so sorry, I was like really, really busy. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I wasn't busy. I mean, like, to be fair, I was busy, but if I'm gonna ask myself, was I like that busy that I don't have a time to actually record a podcast? That's the answer is no. I probably had time. But truth is that, well, I'm too tired to do anything. So I just kind of, you know, lay down on my bed. I just kind of watch social media or watch YouTube videos. And it's, it takes me like, I don't know, like two, three hours. And then finally, I'm like too lazy to get up. So I don't know if <laughs> I know that I have nothing to look at on my phone anymore since I just keep doing it for like hours. I still keep doing it even though it's very meaningless. And then it's suddenly like, you know, 1 p.m. and I had to go shower. And that's how my life is every day, which is kind of sad because I know there's tons of fan stuff going on outside of smartphones. So I'm kind of should, you know, trying to balance this like social life and my personal life and, you know, like those, those things. I'm still working on it. But anyway, hi. And by the way, since today is June 2nd, I guess. No, it's June 3rd. Happy Pride Month! Yay! I am very happy that, you know, it's June. It's Pride Month. Yay! And I'm very, you know, glad that ev- like every year when the June the Pride Month comes, I feel like each year I'm getting more confident and confident which is a good thing and I still want to you know, keep being more and more confident about my you know sexual identity so it's yeah it's good so yeah once again happy Friday months and well today's topic is going to be about well it's really hard to explain it's one thing it's about mental health and the other thing it's about depending on someone so yeah, let's begin. Um, well, long time ago, well, it's not actually that long time ago, actually about like three years ago, my mother, my own mother, was my best friend. Like we could, I talk to her about like anything, like things happen at school or things that keep bothering me and she always gave me pretty good advice. Like even though at the moment I feel like her advice is not very, you know, correct. When I think about it, like, later, she was always light. So she was my best friend, and she was my... Well, it's kind of weird to think of it, but she was my best therapist. Because she was a good listener, and she was a good advisor. But sad thing is that uh, three years ago, I lost her. Which is probably I'm going to talk a lot next month, since it's July. I will probably talk more about losing someone and grief next month, maybe. But anyway, just... Yeah, so she was gone. And surprising thing is that I had nobody to talk about like those stuff, like things that keep bothering me or something. And you guys are probably wondering, I'm like, how about your dad, your father? Your father's still alive. And yes, my father's still alive. Thank you. But, um... We weren't that much close at that time. We still had some sort of like space and you know, 
you know, it's really different to talk something to your mother and your father. So it was really, I had a little hard time kind of opening up to my own father, sadly. And now you ask me how I were, how I were friends. Well, the sad thing is that when I lost my mom, I was a freshman year of my high school. And I absolutely had no friends in my high school because I kind of screwed up making friends. And I spent like a year alone eating lunch or going to the classroom, and it was a very painful year. But anyway, I don't, I have no one to talk. And even though, like, after like the second year, I finally made some friends, and eventually they became my best friends. But I had this trust issue that I was very scared to open up the my secrets or my, you know, like. All those dirty things to my friends. Now, so it's really weird thing to say, but they are too young to open up this kind of serious stuff. Like, for example, if I want to talk about grief, none of my friends ever experienced losing their family because they're like still teenagers. I mean, I'm still teenager, but they're also teenagers, so I couldn't talk about this. I mean, they I can talk to them, and they give me like sympathy. They wanna say like I'm so sorry, or I don't know, like they they can say nice thing, but they will never like the thing they say is always a bit different from what I want to hear, which is it sounds a bit too selfish. But anyway, I was very broken, so and yeah, and I considered to talk to therapist at the time, but I thought. How could I talk to a complete stranger about my personal issue? Like, how are they like even going to understand me? Like, if if it was with my mother, she was with me for fifteen years, so she knows everything about me. I mean, not everything, but most of the thing about me, so she can, you know, it's nothing to worry about. But the therapist, they are just complete stranger. And I couldn't find out like what the difference of like talking to therapist and talking to a random stranger you found at the street. So I couldn't do that. And that year was actually at my lowest point. And the reason why that year was my lowest point, well, one of one of my lowest point was because, well, it goes without saying that I experienced something very tragic. But the other thing is that I didn't trust anyone. And I just keep telling myself that I can still handle this by myself. I can still do this. I don't have to open up to anyone. I can just solve this by myself. And because I keep doing that and I keep telling that to myself, that was probably my darkest year in my like whole life for now. And well, a year later, I kind of not. On purpose, but I kind of started to find some good, like new solution because you know, it's not like my mom is going to come back to me or anything. So I have to find some new way to open up to people. And I figured out that the only person you can trust, I mean, at least for me, is myself. I mean, even if I talk to myself about my dirty secrets or my problems, I already know that. So why, what do I have to worry about? So I started. That's why I started to talk to my phone by myself, and I sort of recorded it. And this actually became this podcast channel. So you know, you really don't know what you're expecting with your life. And 
Well, the reason why I recorded it is because I wanted to keep it, which actually helped me a lot. Like, for example, when I want to hear something about my mom, I just go back to the recording that when I talk, like, I don't know, for 30 minutes about my mom. And when I was, like, figuring out whether I should get back together with my ex-girlfriend or not, I just kind of listened to, like, four to five recording I had during the time I was suffering whether I should break up with her or not. So it it was actually very helpful, like later on, that I can kind of go back and listen to those stories. And it's not like I talk all those bad things. I also talk about happy things. Like for example when I found very good movies or TV shows, when I read very good fanfiction on my phone and I just kind of non-stop talking about it or something. And yes, maybe half of my recordings are very depressive and dark, but the other half is very uplifting and happy. So when I'm starting to feel very lonely or sad, I just kind of go back to those happy recordings and try to cheer myself, which actually kind of works, so it's I kind of recommend that. And... But, you know, after that, I kind of started to... Uh, I decided to open up to my best friend because... They care, I can feel that they care so much about me. I used to think that friends, or even best friends, are all about betraying each other. They're just always talking behind your back, or, I don't know, like, sneaking up with something or something. And, but that was a lie. I mean, I don't know, for me, at least for me, that was a lie. And my best friends kind of proved me that they're could be there is a beautiful friendship in this world so i kind of started to open up about my secrets or about my worries to my best friend and i realized that i feel very comfortable afterward like i don't feel very guilty about saying this kind of thing or i don't like regret it i just feel very you know like safe and comfortable and well third year of my high school and that was the time I first experienced, uh, I experienced emetophobia for the first time. Well, if you are listening to my channel for uh, quite a long time, you know that emetophobia is um phobia that, you know, like basically you're very scared of uh, puking in public places or even at your home. So you uh, become very negative to eat. And that was the symptom I had for like six months, more than six months, I guess. And I'm still kind of curing it. And yeah. And that was the time when I started to experience emetophobia. It was the time I realized that I have to talk to a therapist. I mean, most of my friends doesn't even know the word emetophobia. How should I even ask them what to do? And th- since this is mental health issue, I realized that I have to talk to professional. And then I realized that, you know what, they're professional. So, of course, they're a very good listener. I mean, sure, maybe some therapists are not very good listeners. It kind of depends on your like, your matching. But my therapist, but she wasn't actually therapist service. She was like my school counselor. and But she was a very good listener. And the most important thing is that they don't say unnecessary things. Like, sadly, sorry to my friends for, for listening to this, but 
you know, you can understand, like, if you ask something, I mean, if you kind of open up to your friends, they're kind, they're nice, they're good. But sometimes, sometimes they say very unnecessary things, like when you're lowest point. Like, for example, if you told them that you're gay, they're gonna say, like, oh my god, you love me, please don't. Or when you say, I'm depressed, they're gonna say, like, oh, you're just being too lazy or something. That's completely unnecessary thing, and you don't, you should not say that. But therapists does not do that because they're professional. They are professional of saying like good things to you, so they don't do that, which is actually very very comfortable. And well, I started to go see my school therapist from September or October, and then I kind of regularly go there maybe like once a month. And after I graduated, I had panic attack, and that was the time I finally decided I should go to like the professional therapist, like you know psychology, uh, hospital, and I was first first I was very scared because you know all those image I have about psychology doctor is like scary and they're like the patients are very crazy and screaming and like you know all those things you see in high movies like Suicide Squad girl interrupted well no it's not well they're about drugs so it's kind of different but anyway and I was very scared but you know there was nothing to worry about the teacher te- not not the teacher the doctor is very nice and yes yeah and after I found out that I have problem, actually I'm going to university because I was very scared of lighting trains, I also started to go see my university therapist, which I can actually meet him uh, once a week, which was a big change because in high school it was only once a month because she only comes once a month. But since there is like this phrase that the therapist teachers are like always staying in I can just uh reserve it and I just I can just go there anytime I want if I'm like I don't have any crosses crosses and so now I'm going to uh, so I'm not so I'm <laughs> sorry now I'm going to see a professional psychology doctor and therapist in my university I just kind of do it like once uh, once in two weeks so like it's just you know one week it's a hospital next week it's university and next week it's hospital and it just kind of goes on and well i they give me medicine in the hospital i take it and they on the other hand they listen to my staff at university which is kind of very working pretty well and now I'm still kind of curing it and now I'm very okay with opening up to people you know I mentioned about I had space with my dad but now we're pretty close than we were three years ago I mean we kind of stick together we lived by ourselves for almost three years for now so yeah, there was definitely something changed between us, which is good. And I still have, I have some friends. Yes, yeah, so I didn't screw up making friends in university, yay. You know, it feels really good 
when you, you know, you know, because all things your parents, your friends' parents, or teachers, or your the man who cut your hair, or man, a、uh, woman who do your nail, ask me to a freshman year student is that did you make any friends? And three years ago, I had to lie. Because I don't have any friends, but that's a too sad thing to say. So I always kind of whine and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I had amazing friends. They're very nice to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah." But now I don't have to lie. I can just confidently say I have friends. Period. So that's very good. And well, if I can go back, and if I can meet my like you know my high school self, if I can give her advice, which probably she won't. Would not listen to anyway, but I want to say that I want to advise myself, my past self, that it's okay to open up to people. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to be terrified. Even though you think that you are like the worst worst person in your life, I mean, sorry, the worst person in the world. Even though you think your secrets are very dirty, that people will hate you. That's not true. Everybody has their own secrets or their worries, and it it's just it's just how people works. And you don't have to like pretend like you're a good person or pretend like you can do this. It's very very important to open up to people. It's it sounds like very cliche thing to say, but you know communication is important and trusting people is also very important. So you. Got to open up to people, and that's very. Even though, like, no matter it's professional therapist or your friends or maybe your cat, even though your cat cannot like respond to what you say, maybe maybe your cat can give you kiss. But anyway, it's important to open up, and that's the message I want to say for today. So yeah, thank you for listening. I kind of started to realize that you know earlier, like in earlier episode, I told that I don't like I don't like schedule my release date. Like I just record it whenever I want to, and release it whenever I want to. But I started to feel like it's very bad. Like you know, I mean, like how could you know people listening to this knows like when I'm going to update? So maybe I have my mic like. I don't know, make some schedule, but I know, I'm still working on it. So yeah. Anyway, that's all for today. Oh, by the way, in earlier episode, I told you guys that I have Twitter account for this podcast, but I actually、um, deleted it because there was like no followers, and I couldn't find like I was like, what's the point of just you know tweeting if I don't have any followers and. There's no likes, no retweet, no followers. So I I deleted it. And if I can grow this channel bigger, maybe I will just remake it. But for now, no need to. Uh, no need to, uh, do anything with social media. So yeah. Okay, so that's all for today. Oh my god, I sound just like my teacher. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. And have a good day or night. And if you're feeling today is very shitty day, you're very unlucky, you're very unhappy, something bad happened. Don't worry, tomorrow is always a good day. So yeah, bye. <laughs>